Wrigley's Spearmint Gum presents The Howard Miller Show. And now here is the nation's celebrated disc jockey with music on records, Howard Miller. Thank you very much, Ed Joyce. Good morning, everyone, wherever you are. And I wish you could see the scene in our studios in the Wrigley Building. It's always delightful because Eddie just approved that he's the most commercial announcer in all of America, chews gum even when he's putting the show on the air. And I think that's quite a thing. And, of course, the gum that he chews, Wrigley Spearmint. We hope that you do, too. Well, we're all set to play some music for you today, as we do every morning at this hour on your favorite CBS dial setting, which is your local hometown station. And uh, today you're going to meet, I think, one of the most extravagant careerists in the world, a young boy who a year ago no one knew except maybe his parents, Mr. and Mrs. Boone, but today all the world know as Pat Boone, new, outstanding boy vocalist in the industry of making records. So you'll meet him in just a very few moments, speaking to you from New York City. But right now, music by Miss J.P. Morgan, called Swanee. I think that's a wonderfully exciting record. It's done by J.P. Morgan. I wonder if you know the story behind J.P. and how she got that strange name. Just about three years ago, J.P. Morgan was a co-ed out in the west coast of California. And uh, she was elected because of her great popularity within her own set as treasurer of the sorority to which she was a member. 
Her name, of course, her given family name was Morgan, but because she was elected treasurer, they decided they should have a little gag, and so they called her J.P. Morgan after the world's greatest financier. So what happens? The name stuck. She's no longer, no more J.P. Morgan than uh, I am, but uh, for purposes of identification now, she has legally accepted the name and has turned out to be a rather fabulous name in show business. A former treasurer of a sorority who takes the name of the financier, Miss J.P. Morgan. Fine old uh, Irving Caesar, George Gershwin tune called Swanee. You know, a lot of tensions are built up in our show world, just as they are, Mother, when you're keeping house, when you have to mind the youngsters. And that's why it's so very nice to be able to depend always on healthful, refreshing, and delicious Wrigley Sperm and Gum. Now, you'll be positively amazed and surprised how quickly you'll relax when the smooth, pleasant chewing activity releases all that pent-up tension. You try it, and you'll find out what I mean. Now, you deserve the best, and the best always is Wrigley Sperm. So you get some today... Then when your nerves get just a little bit jumpy, when the kids are making too much noise or dirtying up those play socks, you relax, Mother, with Wrigley Spearman Chewing Gum. You'll love it. We do. So does everyone else. Well, I said that just about a year ago, a family by the name of the Boones, Mr. and Mrs. Boone in particular, had a son by the name of Pat. It was a close family union, and that was about the entire extent of the story, because with the exception of the neighbors, no one else knew Pat Boone. But then he decided to become a musician, and he went to a place called West... Texas State University, as I recall from my memory. And from there, of course, he's turned out to be one of the big boy singers of our era. The result is, of course, that Pat Boone now is sort of put to shame his great-grandfather, who you know, of course, as being Daniel Boone. Pat Boone is sitting in New York City, and it is true, isn't it, Pat, that your, what, great-great-great-grandfather was Daniel Boone? Did you say four greats? Uh, that's four greats. Great, 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 great. If that's what you said, that's true. A great, 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 <laughs> great grandfather. And do you really think that he's greater than Davy Crockett, for instance? Oh, yeah. Daniel Boone was the daddy of them all. You know, <laughs> daddy of them all. <laughs> right. He, he didn't kill a bar when he was three, but when he was two. Yeah, you know, I don't really think Davy Crockett killed a bar when he was three. No, I think he was killed in one. <laughs> Pat, how's everything in New York City? Oh, fine. Well, of course, it's pretty warm, but they tell me I, I got here just after the real heat wave uh, left. Yes, you uh, just finished a nice, successful engagement up in Wildwood, New Jersey, right? Yeah, that's right. It yeah. was very, uh, very nice up there, because I like lying on the beach in the daytime, getting yes. up, soaking up that good sun, but uh, it was real fine being up there with Georgia Gibbs, and the crowds were very nice, and it's something I'll remember. Yes, Pat, I'm looking forward uh, to August 19th because in my scrapbook will go, of course, memoirs of what I know is going to turn out to be a wonderful two weeks. You are going to help uh, our entire stage bill at the Chicago Theater. You're going to be one of our star players in the Howard Miller Show on stage at the Chicago beginning August 19th. Well, I hope you're right. I, I, I'm sure looking forward to it because, uh, you know, I've read a, a few autobiographies and things like that of, uh, of show business uh, personalities like, like Bob Hope just recently, you know, and, and the way they talked about the Palace Theater a few years ago. Yes. And it seems that today the Chicago Theater is, uh, well, of course, it's just about the only theater, and it's uh, certainly the biggest in, in the country. It's the last, remaining, kind of, uh, the last remaining vestige of the old boards, and I know that you're going to get a thrill out of it. Now, the other reason I'm thrilled is that uh, I will have the added advantage of having the great star of the Arthur Godfrey Show, because I know that you've got a very important announcement to make to all the United States today. What is that announcement? Well, it's important to me, anyway. I'm very excited about it. I'll be on uh, Mr. Godfrey's show all this next week, uh, starting Monday as the, as the guest star on his morning shows on TV and radio, and that's going to be real uh, exciting for me because, as you know, I, uh, at one time last summer, was on the morning show for three days after yeah. the Talent Scout show, uh -huh. 
Well, you work with the old redhead, and you're working with the greatest. There's no doubt about it. Well, he's sure fine. Pat, uh, I was just about right in the West Texas State. Is that it, or is it some well, other school down there? Well, it's uh, Texas State, but it's North Texas State. Oh, it's North Texas State. Yeah, I'm not quite as much of a southerner there as I would be down in West uh, South uh, Texas. Yeah. Where, where actually is home, Pat? Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, that isn't Daniel Boone country, is it? Well, it's a little bit south of Daniel Boone country. He was in Kentucky, you know. That's where he killed the bar in 1760. Or <laughs> uh, built the first one. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> they didn't go to the trouble down in Kentucky of building bars. That's why the revenuers are always down there, Pat. Yeah, that's right. Well, now, Pat, what uh, started you out in this business of singing? I know that originally you wanted to be a musician, didn't you? Well, uh, of course, it started when I was 10 years old, and I... I wanted to take music and piano. I didn't get around to taking piano until I was in high school, and the only problem there was that I practiced basketball instead of piano, and I didn't learn much piano, you know. Mm -hmm. And then uh, uh, when I was 10 years old, though, I began singing in a little uh, stage show before the movie at a suburban theater in Nashville, and my knees said no, you know. They were knocking like mad, but I liked it. And and so I, I went ahead, and ever since, I've been singing everywhere. Anybody would give me a chance to sing. <laughs> And uh, one thing led to another till uh, finally here I am on dot, and we've had an awful lot of luck, and I just hope it'll continue. Well, you're a most deserving young man. How old are you, Pat? 21. Just I'm, I'm just getting used to saying 21. It was June the 1st when I... Just turned voting age, When huh? I became a man, yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. Well, now, I think that every record that you make is a personal salute from you to a man who has been as much responsible for your success as anyone else, Mr. Randy Wood, who oh, owns the yeah. Dot Record Company. Oh. I think he's one of the great guys in our industry. Don't you agree? Yeah, and I think more and more people across the, the country are beginning to realize that he's a, what you call a genius in this in this business. Uh, he has that some kind of a knack for knowing what what's good and what's bad and what the people will buy. Yes, and on top of that, he's always be, remained a gentleman, and that's, uh, yeah, that's a real right. credit to his that's integrity. Right. Well, Pat, now the latest hit that uh, Randy Wood and you and Dot have uh, combined your efforts in is this one, which I'm very pleased to say is, uh, has been for the last 10 days, number one in the city of Chicago in the Middle West, and I presume across the nation within the next couple of weeks, this is going to be the best and the biggest and fastest selling record. So let's give a spin to it. Pat Boone, his Dot recording of Ain't That a Shame. You made me cry when you said goodbye. Ain't that a shame? My tears fell like rain. Ain't that a shame? You're the one to blame. You broke my heart when you said. Yeah. <laughs> 
A great doubt record by Randy Wood, orchestra and chorus called Ain't That a Shame. That ain't no shame at all. That's a mighty fine record to have in your catalog, Pat. Boy, I'm telling you, it's sure making a lot of my dreams come true. <laughs> I'll bet. Well, Pat, you uh, will be here then on August 19th. Please give my regards to Mr. Godfrey and uh, the very, very best of luck on his show all next week. Well, I'm going to enjoy that, and I'm sure going to look forward to being with you that two weeks. It's going to be great. Thank you very much, Pat. That was Pat Boone, ladies and gentlemen, who was speaking to you from Alan Dick's famous restaurant on uh, West, uh, what, 54th Street in New York City, between 6th and 7th, one of the real classy joints to go to when you visit New York City, if you think that music people are classy, because that's where they all gather at luncheon, and that's why we have our CBS lines placed in that very fine New York uh, restaurant. We hope that you'll stop in and visit some of the show people. Well, we've been here, of course, again today in the interest of the Wrigley people, fine people they are, too. And as we always say, chewing gum is a lot of good, plain, honest-to-goodness fun. It's an enjoyable way to relax, especially when you can chew the finest of all the products in the gum world. That, of course, would be Wrigley Spearmint. So you try it. I know that you'll like it. This is Howard Miller. See you tomorrow at the same time. And thanks very much, Pat Boone, in New York City. Just heard the Howard Miller Show with music on records brought to you from Chicago by Wrigley's Spearmint Gum. Be sure and join Howard Miller tomorrow at the same time when his guest will be Giselle McKenzie from the Flamingo Hotel in Las Vegas. This is the CBS Radio Network.